Yeah, what was I saying? No, a lot of people that I've I've spoken to yeah, about um grief and stuff. A lot of a lot of people have told me like um they kind of felt not only that the day obviously they lost their loved one, but it also kind of lost themselves as well. And it kind of led to that kind of um a sense of depression because it's like, okay, what am I gonna do about this person now? How am I gonna function without this person now? And I don't know if I had I think I kind of had that moment moment as well. Like because when I lost my parents, um, you know, my dad, yeah, okay, I lost my dad in 2014. And I wasn't, I don't know, I wasn't, um, it didn't really hit me. Then it was my mum's passing that kind of, yo, that kind of really like rocked up everything. Like, yo, this is mad. Like, this is, this is, what, I didn't know at the time, but it's like, looking back now, I was like, that's what, it, that's what it felt like. That's what real pain felt like. And that pain kind of just made me just question everything. Like, just life, even my own life, like, okay, am I, do I even have any purpose on this earth? Like, do you know what I mean? Um, so that was, that was difficult. I know when, when we spoke about, like, you said you had, for this, had a long period of time when you went through depression, like, and I just talk about, like, losing your parents, like, like how was that for you? Because I know that like, you was quite young when you lost your dad. So would you say, like, what, what kind of hit you the most out of your dad's passing and your mum's passing? Um, so my dad's passing happened in June, to no, April 2009. So that came, funny enough, that even came a week after his birthday. So I didn't get the announcement until probably 26th of April. But um, yeah, but it actually happened on the 18th of April, so at least a week I didn't know that my dad passed away and we got the news and we were all shocked, we cried and uh, yeah, we all just had to plan for the funeral, which happened, um, it kind of happened around the time that, that I was in school, so I had to um, get a flight to Ghana to go to the funeral for like three days. Um, so I kind of fell back on some um, what like, um, coursework. So uh, I was really young. It was very, um, I didn't know what to feel because I didn't know what death was at 12 years old. You know, I just had to go there, sit there and just pay my respects. And um, uh, well, I think it's just that feeling when, the, 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 um, you know, those uncles that say, oh, you've got to be strong, you've got to be strong, you know. Um, I was like, okay, okay, and um, that was it. Um, yeah, it was hard, you know, um, losing someone because you're not prepared for something like that when it happens. So it, it came suddenly. And um, I think the other thing that we also had to deal with was like his stuff, his house, like what are we going to do? With his um equipment, with his um clothes, his car, and you know um and other things, because he, uh, he he was an entrepreneur, so he owned like a um a suit a suitswear store, so he was really into his like his fashion, and um. You're saying he had he had all the, all the fresh suits, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. So I think um I didn't talk much about this. So I think um, my mum or sister, I think at 13, 
they asked me if I wanted to um, take over my dad's business because obviously he passed away. So they were kind of looking to me to ask if I was interested in, in it. And I felt I kind of said no because I feel like I was a bit young because obviously I, I was doing other stuff like, you know, with my life, with school, work, and just getting ahead. So it, it came too early. So I wasn't really ready to take on that kind of responsibility, you know. Um, yeah, and I think uh, also my mom passed away in June 2015. So she died from kidney failure. Um, strange, though, she passed away on, on Father's Day. So I thought that was a bit of a weird one at, at first. Um, I just remember what happened so I think what I remember was um the operation so I think there was a discussion between my mom sisters and family whether or not she should take the operation or not because they said that if she did then then there would, there would be a risk that she could die during like the operation so we were saying no but obviously I think it was entirely up to her it, what was best for her mattered to her that made sense so she went with the operation uh we would we, we kept regularly visiting her on weekdays including weekends and obviously um the day before her operation um she she said that yeah i'm gonna do this and when we all respected her her decision so the day came and um i remember it being a sunday morning so i was there in the hospital and then obviously we got the news that um she passed away in the in the afternoon so that was really heartbreaking it, it, it was really devastating for, for my family it was a darker day um because i wouldn't expect something like that to happen on, on the first day of summer because i think the first day of summer is usually the most difficult for my family because it kind of brings back bad memories of, of, of what happened and um i just remember crying by the bedside you know like i i just couldn't believe that she was actually gone you know and i thought what am i gonna do with my life now you know that she's not there i've got no parents now i now i have to be an adult now, like I was already an overnight adult. Um, I already knew that I had, that I was already responsible to like pay rent, bills, and try and, and try to and just to try find a job because I knew that I had no choice to grow up because of what happened. So the responsibility was kind of brought was was put on my sisters and me and um yeah I, I think my my depression kind of took a toll on me for like seven months so there was days that i wouldn't want to go into school um i didn't i wasn't concentrating properly well in in, in class I'd, i would never do homework i'd always be late sometimes and um, I think some teachers didn't really understand the situation because I think grief 
is a bit of a difficult topic to talk about with, with teachers because they're not going to have that awareness of, um, oh, he lost his mum, you know, um, what can we do to help him? So they weren't um, really equipped enough to help, to help me through that situation. But they, didn't, but they did give me a week of college, so they kind of understood, oh, he lost someone, so let's give him a, a break from, you know, from the situation. Mm. So I got a week off. I went to my um, my cousins in Kent, and I just kind of had to sit there thinking about what just happened because um, I couldn't really be in my own home the fact that it happened on that day. So I had to go somewhere else and just clear my mind because it, it was a lot to, to take in, you know, and I think that's where the imposter syndrome kind of came in. So I would pretend to be happy when really I'm not happy. And um, there were days that I would act out in anger, frustration, and um, just confused, you know, because obviously you're going to go through confusion when, when something like that happens with uh, grief. So, um, yeah, and, and there'll be days that I wouldn't be be able to sleep as well. Like I, I couldn't sleep at night, you know. And yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even say a word of it to anyone. I, I probably. I probably just said to my aunt, "I'm going out. See you." And then that's it. And then I'll come back home and be, you know, silent. You know. Yeah. And yeah. That's what happened. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's touching, man. Um, you know, and it's so crazy. Even though, like, like back then, I didn't, I didn't know, we didn't know each other. But I just feel like, like I, I understand the story. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I, I get it because where, like, you know, we dealt with this kind of this issue like so early on. You just think to yourself, how, how are you gonna deal with it? Like, because I remember with me, um, when I like lost my dad, I remember just coming back from work. And everyone's just telling me, no, like, no, what are they telling me? No, my aunt, my aunt and my uncle were in my, were in my house. And I was like, what are you guys doing over here? Like, like, because they usually don't, they don't really come around like that. So I'm thinking, like, why are you lot here sort of thing? And even then, I didn't think nothing of it. I just thought, okay, maybe just come to visit, pay, say hello, you know, see how we are, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then there was the, oh, can you sit down? And like, yeah, and I sat down. Um, you know, they told me, oh, yeah, you just had news that your your dad, like, passed away. And I remember when, when I got told the news, I just, I just said to myself, um, and I said to my uncle, sorry, like, you know, I, I get, you know, he wasn't well for some time. This is the natural course of, of action that will take place, you know. I just, it, was, I wasn't, it, was very, it wasn't a normal response. It was almost so much like a, like a scripted response. Like, I didn't have any, you know, I didn't have any like, outward reaction at that moment in time. And I remember just going to my room. And then I just started crying, thinking like, damn, like, yo, I mean, I always knew, like, he was ill for, for a long time, but I never knew, like, he was going to go. I just thought, yeah, you know, at some point, he's going to come round. Do you know what I'm say? He's going to come round, like, it's going to be fine. And so when that happened, like, but his his death, you know, see what it is, yeah? Like, his death wasn't so much, like, it didn't burn me as much as my mum, only because, like, I knew he was ill. So it was almost kind of, I kind of thought, at least he's not suffering anymore. Do you know what I'm trying to say? At least he's not in pain anymore. So it was almost like a thing of, 
I had made peace with that. Whereas like follow come the following year in October 2015 when my mum passed, you know, that was just like a shock because like I just never never would have thought my mum's gonna pass. Like like I, I already lost one one parent. So the fact that I'm losing, losing not, not, lost another parent, you're thinking like, wow, that's a bit mad. Like this is this is nuts. What like after a year of each other, like losing both parents, that is like, what is that? That's normal. Like, I mean, sorry, not normal, that's that's crazy. And I remember the day when we found out. Um, yeah, I was at home and then you know, we got a call from my aunt in um in Niger in Nigeria, and she just said to my other aunt, um, yeah, she's gone. And my aunt, my aunt was just sitting on in the living room, just quiet for time. I'm like, what's wrong? Like, what's what's the matter? Like, and she was like, she was saying to me, like, whispering, can you sit down, please? Can you sit down, please? I'm like, what's wrong? And I kind of saying, kind of, I kind of knew, yeah, you know what, this is mad. Maybe she's gone. And then literally, she just said in a quiet voice, she's gone. And I, I just started, like, literally, I felt like my heart, yeah, dropped to my feet. Like, that's, that, that, it was nuts. My heart just sank. Like, like, yo, she's gone. In my head, I'm thinking, yo, she's, my mom's gone. Like, it's crazy. Like, she's not, it just felt surreal. And I just started, we all just started crying. Like, it was nuts. We just started crying all over the place. Just thinking, what's going on? Like, I was just so crying uncontrollably. Like, I've never cried so much. I, I, I don't cry, yeah. I feel like I don't cry, yeah. But you see that day, like I was crying like crazy. It was nuts. The whole day was just it was a. I call it Black Friday because, like, it was on a Friday and literally it, it was just such a dark day. I'm like, yo, my mom's gone, and I remember, just at the time, all family members coming around to the house. Do you know what I'm trying to say? People coming around, um, telling me, and stuff. Yeah, like she's gone. She's gone, and I'm just like. I'm just like, yo, this is this is mad. Like, like she's not even here anymore. And and part of me was just like, yeah, this is this is the beginning of 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 what's gonna be a very dark, a dark life, bro. Like a dark life. Like, you know, what what am I supposed to do without my parents? Like, you know, they're like the 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 people that I have to go to for guidance for anything I have an issue with. It's your parents. Those are the first point of call. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, what am I gonna do now, sort of thing. And like, I just, I just thought, yeah, I've got no, there's no way I can survive this. Like, there's no way I'm going to come back or going to be myself again. And I, and I remember when I was crying, I kept shouting, I'm never going to be the same again. My life is over. My life is over. Like, life is over. Like, I wasn't suicidal or nothing, but I'm like, life, life is over. There's, I'm not, you, how can you bounce back from losing both parents? Yeah. Well, not even that, but losing both parents within a year after each other. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, it's almost like that's crazy. Like, you like I'm I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm not coming back from this. Like, I'm this is this is the worst. This is the probably the worst thing in my life. I, I, at the time, obviously, I was 25. Uh, this is the worst thing I'm gonna have to go through. Like, isn't like it's crazy because when you when I think of at the time, I didn't even know what I was going through was grief. But when I think of grief now, yeah, I almost have that kind of idea of like it's something you go through. You, you deal with when you're older. So like when when you get older in life, you start dealing with grief, but not when you're in your mid twenties, when you're still kind of figuring life out. So I'm like, what am I supposed to do now about my parents? Do you know what I'm trying to say? And it's like, um, and for me, I, I won't say I had a lot of depression, but I was a lot of anxiety, anxiety just to be around people, 
anxiety of, of feeling like, you know what, like if I'm in circles, well, not even circles, sorry, if I'm like out and about and people are bringing up the whole, the small talk about, oh, you know, you know, what do you do? Um, where are your parents from? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, like I, I find it hard to kind of have those conversations because I'm, not, I'm now forced to kind of like open a whole big conversation and that's that's probably not even, um, that's I'm probably not in, in the right in the right environment for because when you're out and about in a social setting, you think you don't want to be talking about, oh, your, your dead parents. But it's like someone will ask me, I'm like, and I find myself almost not not telling them. They're saying, yeah, they're not, yeah, they're almost speaking as if they're alive, like so, so that I don't have to kind of tell people yeah, my parents are dead. Because it's like, oh, then then it's like, oh, okay. Do you get what I'm trying to say? It's like, how do you... Come- you know, so, so you know with that, what you just said, is it whenever someone asks you, what do your parents do? And then obviously that's when you have to talk about it. Or- yeah, yeah. Or just, or, just, or, just, or just any sort of conversation that, that leads to parents. So it, it might not be like necessarily like specifically what your yeah. parents do, but if it's just like, oh, you know, someone might, might have said, oh, you know, my, my mom does this. Then it's like, I'm, I'm not kind of have to force to say, oh, my, I'm, I've got to say, oh, my mom does this. And it's like, it's almost to the point where I, I almost felt a bit bad because I'm like, I'm, I'm lying right now. I'm not even telling people that like, my parents aren't alive. I'm talking as if they're alive. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And it's like, it got to a point where that just gave me anxiety, like just being around people. Because another thing is where I, I felt like I don't want people to feel sorry for me. Like and even when I do when I when I did speak about grief, yeah, I almost felt like sometimes do I have a time limit in terms of how long I can speak about it for? Like if I'm speaking to about about this person or that friend in them in the head, are they thinking, bro, you're talking about it too much? They might not tell me, do you know what I'm trying to say? But it's like this is what I'm thinking. Am I talking about it too much? So like and what's crazy, like looking back now and us starting this podcast. There is no, am I talking about it too much? You get what I'm trying to say? There is no um, feeling bad for being, feeling, feeling, I don't have to feel bad for feeling bad. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, and I can be, and it's, it's a space, the podcast is a space, not only for me to kind of be like, you know what, I want to talk about this in, in regards to my grief. And I don't feel no way about it. Do you know what I'm How many times have I, said, have I said to you alone yet that, oh, my mum died, my mum died, my mum died. It's like, I, I probably sound like a broken record, but it's like, but but I don't I feel comfortable. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, so I feel like that's where it's important, even without even realizing that this this podcast is is like is that safe space for me. And I'm sure it's the same for you as well. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? So and even for other people who we who we have who are gonna bring on, um, who we have brought on, do you know what I'm saying? It's not it's not like a, a space where people need to feel uncomfortable. And of course, we'll always do our best to facilitate comfortability and to facilitate open conversation because trust me, bro, there's a lot of things about grief that people don't know about. And and like with anything else, there's there's different layers to every to grief as well. There's there's a there's a there's a, a rosy side to grief. There's a beautiful side that that that's that's easily digestible to people. And there's an ugly side as well, you know what I'm trying to say. And there's a side of, you know, um Racial grief. I'm gonna say my group, my grief might not be the same grief as someone um, who's non-black. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Or my grief might not be the same as someone who is of the other of the opposite gender. Do you get what I'm trying to say? This. So there's so many different things and aspects, and I just feel like this 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 is the space for us to kind of just hash it, not only with ourselves but with other people, like and to share the experiences. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So. Trust me, death is is a is a crazy thing, man. When you do it at a young age, because even though I was, I was 
technically I was an adult when I lost my lost my lost my um, my my parents, but I feel like that was the, probably the first time in my life where I kind of had to start thinking about my life properly. I don't know if that makes sense, but as in there's no you know you're grown up now. You know what I'm saying you're you're grown, you're going through grown up grown up stuff. You know what I'm trying to say? You're, you're dealing with grown up stuff, and it's like probably the first time as well where I had to kind of deal with like mental health. You know what I'm trying to say? Like before that was that was alien to me. Like what like I used to always say, like, oh, black people don't go therapy. Africans were strong, you know what I'm saying? We don't do that. That's not for us. Do you know what I'm trying to say? But now when you when you go through your own issues, like it's different, isn't it? Because it's like you feel like, nah, like we have mental health issues. Do we go through stuff too? Like, even as men, because all the time, remember when, when we spoke about that time, masculinity, take everything on the chin. Don't let no one, don't let no one see you cry. Don't you know, don't exhibit your emotions because it's not it's not masculine. Do you know what I'm trying to say? But it's different. Obviously, like as a man, I'm still gonna well not as a man, as as a human being, again, I'm still gonna have certain things that I keep close to the chest, you know what I'm trying to say. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with expressing vulnerability, you know, especially when you when you're going through things that that you have no choice but to be vulnerable. Do you know what I'm saying? You can't not you know, we're not robots, you know what I'm trying to say? If we're gonna go through pain, experience pain as pain of losing 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 our, our parents. That's gonna that's gonna evoke some sort of vulnerability. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, so it's normal, man. But that's yeah, like it's it's a crazy like. But I, I just feel like with our story, I just hope we can help people along the way, man. But you know, so that that's that's just what like I feel like. Yes, right, man. Definitely. But um, other than that, like it's, it's been as always, always been a pleasure, man. When we when we when we talk, like I say this, I say to you, say this to you, bad times, like. You're like you're like my the brother that I finally met. You know what I'm trying to say. So, like I never I never feel like uncomfortable when we when we yeah, share yeah. our grief and when we just have honest conversations, man. So, for everyone listening, um, hope you've kind of in a weird way enjoyed this episode. And if you are listening and you are someone who is going through grief and you're in that kind of stage where you you don't know how to feel, you you feel quite uncomfortable or isolated in your grief, like you're definitely not alone. Um, you know, like five years ago, I, I I kind of felt like, yeah, I'm alone in this. But had I had had I had I, what am I trying to say? If I had sort of um, had resources like podcasts and um, online meetings and stuff like that, it would have, it would have helped. So again, I'm not saying our podcast is the only kind of resource out there. Of course not, but there are resources out there like online meetings, um, counselling. And and on if you're on social media, Instagram, there are pages out there like that literally like show you or explain from people who have gone through grief themselves, and they try to explain what they've been through, and 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 it's real. And hopefully you can you can you can find those people, those pages, and, and that community essentially, and not feel not feel bad about what you're feeling because trust me, like grief is not it's not like I said before, it's not rosy. You're gonna think like bad thoughts, and you feel oh I feel bad feeling this, but. You don't know how you're gonna feel. It's a roller coaster, man. It's a roller coaster. Um, you know, so as always, we appreciate everyone listening, uh, tuning in, like subscribe, hit the bell button. As this is well, as you can see, we're on YouTube now. So hit the bell button to subscribe to the podcast. We're, we're also still on audio, so available on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, Anchor. 
Um, so always feel free to subscribe. Well, not feel free. Please do subscribe to us on those platforms wherever you get your podcast from. And you know, we just want to keep sharing our experiences. Um, have others who've also experienced similar things. You know, this is this is. I know this is like a buzzword right now, but this is actually a safe space, not only for us but for those we do invite onto the podcast. So we hope you're here to stay. We hope you enjoy the journey along the way. And yeah, that's that's about it. But any any lasting comments from you, bro? Um, I think with grief, you just got to um, take your time, take it step by step each day, because um, you're always progressing, always learning about grief. Grief is a um, grief is a lifelong thing. So obviously. It's going to take time, you know, and that's all I've got to say. Definitely. I mean, I, I mean, I, I echo everything you said, bro. Like, that's that's exactly what it is. It's not, a, it's not a short journey, but, you know, like I said, or like Ben said, like, it's going to take time, but but take your time. Do you know what I'm saying? It's going to take time, but take your time. There's no rush to fit. There's no rush to um, get to a place of healing if you're, if you're not healed yet. Take your time. There's not. There's no... There's no judgment, you know. Um, well, it's been a pleasure. Um, you listen to your, your co-hosts, Jermaine and Ben. Um, as always, bring you another episode. Like as always, subscribe, share this with a friend. If if it's something that you're not you're not quite into, maybe it's not something you know you kind of resonate with. That's that's not a problem. If you do have someone who you do feel can can learn from this, or even like can even it can even help them, by me share it with them because that's what it's about. It's helping each other. You know, and raising awareness, man. But um, other than that, I think that's a wrap. Um, yep. so everyone, take care.